This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Kicking off the second hour of Kelly and Romeo. We've been keeping posted on the sidelines uh, with the goalball games going on in Chile for the Parapan Am games. Brock Richardson, tried and true, keeping us posted on uh, scores. Now, that's all I can say because we don't know how the games yeah, are going we'll, we'll to end up. But good luck. Yeah, we'll get you some scores shortly, right? Yeah. Good luck, Canada. You got this. On Thursdays, to start off the second hour, we get cooking with Mary Mammoliti of Kitchen Confession. If you're like me, the kitchen is your favorite room in the house. I'm Mary Mammoliti, here with a handful of goodies from my kitchen, including food trends, cooking tips, and of course, some delicious recipes. Mary, we've warmed up the audience so well coming into your segment because every break, uh, or coming out of every break, I've asked a question about snacks preferences this that and the other we've already discussed cheese more than once olives okay. um i'm laughing because i chimed in when i heard the cheese comments <laughs> yeah. do you have any snooty cheese com- no kidding do you have any regular oh. cheese comments <laughs> none no comments okay, on right. the cheese on the french cheese we don't want to make the situation worse than it already was and uh <laughs> we also talked about uh chips and dips so anyways not sure if any of these are going to come up, come up with you, but you're you telling talk us about flabby or sweaty cheese. Ew, no, no? Thanks. that's when I tuned in. I heard flabby, sweaty, and then Mary tuned like, what right are we in. Talking about <laughs> no, let's not do that. Um, but you're telling us to cue the snowfall and wrap ourselves in cozy blankets because we're getting ready for the holidays. And you're here with a list of some festive snacks for us. Yeah, I am. It's officially Hallmark movie watching season. Mm. Now, I don't think everyone's as excited as I am, but if you are, welcome to the group. Um, my, <laughs> It's my favorite season, right? So as you settle in for that day of Hallmark movie watching, you know, when you're binging one movie after the other, we know how they end, but that's okay. We're still going to watch it. We know the formula, right? yeah. We know oh, yeah. it, we know it, but you're going to need a snack. Right? Snacks are always great. Well, so I Multiple since movies. you know the ending. Well, if you got something to keep you awake. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Just <laughs> right, munch all the way through. Right? <laughs> so <laughs> I've used I these movies yeah, as some inspiration for the list of holiday awesome. snacks that I'm sharing today. Okay. Um, That's I'm, awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to all of it, uh, as we usually do with you on Food Talks. So, <laughs> like... Are we going to start with the warm cocoa? Because that seems to be the iconic thing in Hallmark movie scenes. Absolutely. I mean, there's someone always sipping on like a little cup of chocolate, something in a Hallmark movie. There's always that hot cocoa somewhere around. Yeah, God forbid, Um, or else you wouldn't know it's winter in the the movies. Especially in these, they're all in California. (laughs) Oh, snap. And they're all bundled up. Um, So I want to think about, I thought about this, and I said, let's make a decadent homemade hot chocolate. Right, so this recipe, it'll actually, it'll make people think that you fussed over it. But honestly, it's so simple, but it's delicious. Right, so into, I'm going to give you a quick recipe for this. Into a medium-sized pot, I want you to add half a cup of sugar, quarter cup of unsweetened cocoa powder, a dash of salt. When I say dash of salt, honestly, just a little pinch, a little something there, just to cut into that sweetness. A third cup of hot water, 
four cups of whole milk. You can use 2%, whatever you'd like, but I like something a little heavier, a little more substance when it comes to hot chocolate. And then three quarter teaspoon of vanilla extract. Stir this up, warm it through. You don't want to get it too hot because you don't want to burn the roof of your mouth while you're, dripping it, while you're right. drinking it. Warm this through, pour it into some mugs, top it with some marshmallows, some whipped cream, put a cinnamon stick on the side, make it a little fancy. They can yes. use it as a stir stick, right? And then this recipe, it makes about four cups. That's I, beautiful. Um, I've never really followed recipes with hot cocoa, Mary. It's just, you know, is this chocolatey enough? Keep going. Is this thick enough? Oh, maybe a little too <laughs> thick. Like now I'm just having a warm pudding of some sort. So I appreciate the recipe. A and, syrup. A syrup yeah. almost like is what it reminds me of. And Mary, what timing? Uh, London here, they've got the holiday train going through. Folks, make this up and take it with you. She just told you how to make four. So if two of you are going out, all right, if one of you is yeah. going out, make this, use this recipe because you need enough to keep you warm right there beside the tracks. Um, I, I, I kind of like that too, as it gets sweet, it's just the way to go, right? And we were talking about marshmallows yeah. earlier, so it's got to be with everything. Mayor, when I think of those holiday movies you're talking about, I feel like there's always some sort of gingerbread being baked and made up in some capacity, decorated yeah. in front of us. What snack options come to mind there? Well, you would think that I would automatically go to a gingerbread house, gingerbread yes. little cookies. No, I'm going gingerbread oh. popcorn. Oh, right? so, yes. Right? Yeah. So between like the rich molasses and sweet ginger, it puts a holiday spin on like freshly popped bowl of popcorn. So you got a little holiday bit with every single bite. So the way to make this simple again you want to heat your oven to 350, divide your popcorn between two ungreased regular pans. And the reason why I say that is because you don't want to overcrowd everything. You don't want it on top of each other, maybe like an even layer. Mm. Heat some butter, molasses, ginger, cinnamon, some salt over medium high heat. Give that a stir. Now you want to stir it and heat it through until the butter is melted. My little tip when I melt butter, I use a, a spatula, a silicone spatula, for this and because I don't want anything sticking to my wooden spoon True. and then I keep on stirring when I no longer feel anything kind of bump into my spatula which is usually the butter mm -hmm. um, I know I've melted it through so pour over the popcorn add one to two cups of almonds or pecans mix it all up oh until they're completely coated right just mix it all up spread it out again and then bake it uncovered in the oven for 10 minutes I want you to stir it though after five so go in after five minutes stir it that would be halfway through another five minutes so total 10 minutes in the oven cool for 10 minutes so it's 10 10 and then you're you gotta to let eat. things cool okay uh yes. mary i'm nervous about 10 minutes are you sure yes. <laughs> is that not a long time to leave popcorn well, in the oven <laughs> <laughs> because it's got all that coating on it mm. i was just so gonna it's kind say of protecting it's our little bit to get through it and what yeah. did we heat it's, the it's oven to coating we heated it to going back 350. Okay, all right, all right. 350. Yep. I want to yep. make sure I had the okay. right time. Do not broil right the popcorn. Okay. Do not broil. I do have a question though for both of you because I'm always curious when it comes to stirring something and talking about butter. Is there anything or a little tip that you do when you're stirring butter or trying to melt it down that lets you know that it's melted? 
for me, it's that spatula when I feel something that's not yeah. running into it any longer. Yes. It's essentially yeah. what you said. Yes. And then yep. you can start to hear things like, uh, I don't know if you're... It says, well, it's the crackle. Yeah. Or, or you know, yes. if it's too much. and yep. smell, the smell as well. Like that's if you're how I starting to tell that the, the butter is yeah. changing uh, state. Um, but essentially, it's what you said. If I'm not throwing it in the microwave, then it's, yeah. is there pieces of it um, floating yep. around still? And, that, yeah. and that's and you how you tell. Do this and you move that around well. anyway. Yeah. And you move yeah. it around, and like you say, Mayor. But let's be honest. I mean, we think I think we're we're fooling everyone. Uh, just a tiny bit of the finger, and just whoa, oh, don't do and that. That helps yeah. me know too. Don't do that. Don't 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 use that as a tip. Don't though. listen to Kelly with the finger. Don't tell no, anybody but, you do but, that. But you two be honest <laughs> right. and admit you're that right. that's what you do. I yeah. played the fifth. <laughs> okay. Um, it it's also I'm how gonna, I check my boiling just water. Use, just okay. don't use the Braille reading finger, right? Oh, you two don't do that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, so do you have a favorite snack to match the sweet and spicy vibes, maybe the romance of the Hallmark movies? Yes, you're right. Okay, so every Hallmark movie, you are right, has a little bit of sweet, definitely a little bit of spice, that little romance aspect to it. So let's make some candied spice nuts. Yeah. So, right? Like these, <laughs> This is the perfect snack. So these nuts, they're super easy, a few basic ingredients. They take about 15 minutes to make, and we're using only one pan. That's it. Um, use unsalted nuts for this recipe, because if not, you are going to get an overwhelm of, of salt. So just use unsalted nuts, preheat your oven again. 350 seems to be the magic number to heat our oven for these recipes. Um, so do that, 350 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. Line a rimmed baking sheet with parchment paper. Add a cup of pecans, cup of walnuts, uh, one and a half tablespoons of oil, olive oil, uh, two tablespoons of coconut palm sugar, one teaspoon ground cinnamon, a pinch of cayenne, there's your spice. Yes. And then a pinch of ground nutmeg, quarter teaspoon of sea salt, and one tablespoon of maple syrup. I want you to mix this all up, mm, bake it man. for about 12 to 15 minutes, again, tossing halfway through. So it's always that halfway mark. And that's also when we check, right, if we're comfortable as to how much we've baked. I like to taste it sometimes halfway through um, and let me kind of figure out if I want to continue baking or how long I want to continue baking it. Um, then remove from the oven, immediately drizzle a tablespoon of maple syrup over top, and you're going to enjoy that. So if you don't want it as sticky, instead of doing the one tablespoon at the end, you can add the two tablespoons of maple syrup before you start baking everything, and then just omit the tablespoon at the end. But I like the little extra sweetness at the end. I don't even think mine would go into the oven. Like it's, it's the, all this. I love sweet and spicy so much, Mary. Like if this yeah. is mostly just so dry I. with a bit of that, yeah, sticky from the maple syrup, I'm just gonna eat it exactly. out of the pot that I'm using. Um, any special holiday traditions that you've mastered over the years that you can quickly tell us about? Yes. Okay. So growing up, and I think I've mentioned this before, but I need to talk about it because I absolutely love them. We'd always roast chestnuts during the holidays, mm. right? And I couldn't quite master the perfect roast until Frank and I, we decided to experiment. And then we finally got a recipe that works like magic every time. So for the roasted chestnuts, score the chestnuts with an X on the rounded side of the chestnut. So this can get a little tricky. Um, if you're not comfortable with a knife scoring it, purchase a kitchen tool. It's 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 um, a chestnut score or chestnut cutter, I think it's called, and it's got no knives. So all you have to do, it looks like a nutcracker. Place your, it's got two discs at the top. Place your chestnut right between the two round discs. Press down, and it'll actually, uh, it'll uh, pierce the chestnut for you, and it'll score the chestnuts. So you don't have to use the knife. Place them in a pot. Fill that with cold water just until they're covering the chestnuts. Place it on the oven, on the stovetop, or bring it to a boil. Once it boils, turn it off. 
remove it from the heat, strain them, and then place them on a rimmed baking sheet. Sprinkle generously with coarse salt. Bake at 425 degrees Fahrenheit for about 25 minutes. And then halfway through, again, there's that halfway mark. You want to give the pan a shake. It is so good. And they come out delicious every single time. Mm. I've actually never eaten chestnuts like properly. Roasted? Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, we're going to have to have a chestnut party. Can we? It's crazy, though. <laughs> when you have them, you just can't get enough of them. Any nuts like that. I keep right? hearing oh, that. And it's such a oh. staple around this time. But um, And Italy, they have street vendors that roast them up on the street and yes. you purchase them. Yeah. That sounds gorgeous. Also, They're when you so buy good. them, like sometimes if you have no idea what you're supposed to do with them, it can be kind of confusing. Like, How are you supposed to deal with chestnuts? But anyways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And they are pricey. Mm-hmm. So they if are. you're going to test it out and you're not 100% sure that you're going to like them, just get a handful of them to start. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, you'll like awesome. them. Thanks, Mary. Especially the, ra- especially the raisins Thank on you. them Mary didn't tell you about. <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> Happy snacking. Thank you. Thank you. Always happy, happy movie watching. Enjoy your repeat movies over and over. You know, AI would do really well at creating Hallmark scripts. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, like, gosh, they probably already are. Another fantastic use for AI and chat GPT. After the break, we are going to learn a little. Uh, we're speaking with Zoe McQuinn to learn about the science gallery at the Manitoba Museum. Find out exactly what they're up to this time of year on Kelly and Ramia. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts.